Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss philosophy, faith, leadership, nonprofits, and a host of social issues. We want to add value and understanding the dignity and freedom of human beings. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Philip Fletcher, and welcome to another week of the Humanity Matters podcast, where we discuss important topics related to philosophy and faith, leadership, social issues. Hey, we're committed to celebrating the dignity and freedom of human beings, so I'm glad uh, that you are joining with me for this week. Man, what a uh, another great week. Uh, week to be alive. Got a lot going on. So I just want to open up with uh, our thought of the day. And the thought of the day uh, comes from Everybody Matters, written by Bob Chapman and Raj Sisodoia. And this is what they say. The greatest gift, the greatest charity we can give back to society is to be truly human leaders who treat the people under our leadership with profound respect and care and not as objects for our success and wealth. Hey, you know what? Uh, Human beings, we are the ends. We are not the means. What I mean by that is as leaders, we should look at everybody who comes alongside to work with us in our uh, organizations, whether those are businesses or nonprofits, and we should view each one of those human beings as uh, men and women who are bringing a specific set of skills and talents, abilities uh, to achieve a personal purpose, but also a group purpose. And that's why they're there at your specific group or organization. And And recognizing that they have these certain skills and talents and abilities and uh, they bring opportunities to uh, see your organization that you're leading be the best at what it can be. The best thing that we can give back to society is a humanizing treatment of these men and women. So that's why everybody matters. That's why the book was written by Chapman and Sisodoia. So, uh, When you see someone that you are leading, whether they are a project manager or a director or someone who's just a tutor, take the opportunity to celebrate them. Look at them as uh, the end for which you are doing your work, that they would flourish as human beings. And so that is the thought of the day. Once again, just want to uh, connect with me. You can find me on Facebook. Just look up Philip Fletcher, uh, Dr. Philip Fletcher. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, Dr. Philip Fletcher. You can find me on YouTube. Just look up Humanity Matters and also on Instagram, the IG. Uh, that's Dr. Philip Fletcher. And I would love to connect with you, respond with you. You can hit me up on email. You can email me at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. That's humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. 
Com. So, what's going on in the news this week? Well, uh, at the time of me recording this podcast, the Senate has concluded uh, closing arguments on the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump. So, uh, from what I understand and what I'm reading, it looks like he will be acquitted. The vote is supposed to be on Wednesday. I believe senators are supposed to give their thoughts tomorrow. So, those would be some good things to catch. I would encourage you to listen to C-SPAN. Uh, that's a great opportunity to hear what's going on in the impeachment trial of President Trump. Uh, Monday, the Iowa caucuses were happening for the Democrats. So it'll be interesting to see who came out on top regarding that. There's Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden, Amy Klobuchar. So, um, you know, the, the usual cast that's it's running for the nomination to be the Democratic candidate for president to face, obviously, the incumbent president, Donald Trump, if he survives, obviously, the impeachment uh, trial. Uh, you know, here uh, locally, uh, if you check out KARK News, uh, my nonprofit, the City of Hope Outreach, is in the news. Uh, we're talking about Hope Village. That's our small homes project to address homelessness. So uh, check that out. A lot of great nonprofits have been doing some fundraisers. Deliver Hope had theirs last week, so check them out. And also Bethlehem House, another great organization here in town, uh, is having their nonprofit celebration coming up. So you can just Google them and find them and uh, check out those great organizations that are serving youth as well as the homeless. You know, uh, Super Bowl happened. And if you look on Facebook, you can find out, a dis see a discussion I had. I'm just trying to uh, understand specifically from a women's pers woman's perspective, uh, their views of the halftime show and all that came out of that. Uh, there was some interesting commercials. Jason Momoa, I believe, had the best commercial that light, that night. Uh, you know, he came to his house looking all strapping. And, you know, as he was moving through his house, he was stripping off and he looked like a very sickly individual. And so I thought that was a great commercial playing off of, you know, obviously a lot of people, women fall out because of that man. I mean, he's a good looking man. Good looking Aquaman. I like the long hair. Uh, got that rough look. So pretty cool. Pretty excited. Fast and Furious 9 is coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. Black Widow's coming out. And then, oh my gosh, the commercial. If you checked it out for Disney Plus regarding the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision and Loki. Uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. So I was, you know, I'm nerding out for a minute there. But if you haven't seen that uh, trailer, check it out. I'm very excited about that as they are pushing on past uh, the original Avengers and seeing the stories that uh, come out of that. So this is the Humanity Matters podcast with Dr. Philip Fletcher. When we get back, we're going to dig into uh, this thing going on with Simone Biles and John Rawls. What's the connection between those two? John Rawls was a American philosopher in moral and political thought. Uh, he His most famous 
uh, writing was the theory of justice. And so we're going to look at that and how it relates to Simone Biles and gymnastics. So uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Humanity Matters podcast. This is your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher. And today we are talking about Simone Biles and John Riles. Now, Simone Biles is an American gymnast. She is the third most decorated gymnast ever. Like, she's 22 years old. This woman is four foot eight. And she's got like 30 medals, Olympic and world champion uh, chip medals. She's pretty awesome. I mean, she's rocking it. If you've never seen her uh, in a performance, I suggest you get on YouTube and uh, check out her work. She is pretty amazing at what she does. I have uh, a couple of friends uh, who do gymnastics. Uh, What's up, Aaliyah? What's up, Mike? And I have to say, it's pretty impressive what uh, these men and women can do with their bodies and get them up in the air and do all types of twists and turns and lands. And I can I, I can't even do a cartwheel. So uh, they're pretty uh, amazing. So uh, recent uh, today, USA Today had uh, put out an article regarding Simone Biles and how uh, in Germany, uh, the headline reads, Simone Biles penalized for having skills other gymnasts can't pull off. And this was written by Nancy Armour, USA Today. It was published October 4th and then updated October 7th. Uh, So um, something to uh, check out and read. But uh, Simone Biles and uh, their writing, uh, well, Simone Biles is quoted as saying, am I in a league of my own? Yes, but that doesn't mean you can't credit me for what I'm doing. Biles told NBC after learning a decision this week by the Women's Technical Committee. And so uh, the decision from the committee uh, was this, and I am uh, scrolling down to find uh, their uh, response. And this is what Uh, The committee has said, uh, quote, in assigning values to the new elements, the Women's Technical Committee, WTC, from here on out, uh, takes into consideration many different aspects, the risks, the safety of the gymnast and the technical direction of the discipline. It said there is added risk in landing of double saltos for beam dismounts with or without twist, including a potential landing on the neck. Reinforcing, there are many examples where decisions have been made to protect the gymnast and preserve the direction of the discipline. Close quote. And so uh, apparently what happens is when gymnasts are being graded, they're given a grade and there's different grades. And in the article, uh, it says an A skill is worth a tenth of a point and every letter in the alphabet that follows is an additional tenth point. So a D skill is four tenths of a point while the rare J skill is worth a full point. And so Biles is doing two new skills, right? Um, And one is called the triple double, which would be valued as a J skill, while the double double would be uh, doubled, deemed to be an H. And so apparently because she's bringing, she's been 
working on these new skills and wants to bring it to uh, the world stage that she is going to be penalized because other gymnasts who don't have the skills or have practiced um, the correct techniques would be unable to do them. And so it's being characterized as the WTC is seeking to protect uh, all the other gymnasts. And so uh, the article goes on to read uh, that there's a level of hypocrisy in what they're doing. And uh, Miss Armour, the, the writer says, if the Federation is so concerned with athlete safety, why allow I and J skills in the first place? If Biles double-double is going to encourage gymnasts to take risks they shouldn't, wouldn't her triple-double do the same? And while we're at it, why not allow gymnasts to do a warm-up on the floor before event finals? finals? So, you know, this is the world of gymnastics. And essentially what they're doing is they're seeing um, there's one individual who has these abilities that are exceeding the abilities of her competitors. And because that she has these abilities and she's been practicing these, I'm assuming that she's put in tons of hours uh, that she's going to be penalized from doing them. So don't do them, right? Because we are looking out for the safety of other people. And so as I was reading this, it got me thinking about, huh, that sounds like John Rawls. Now, who is John Rawls? Now, John Rawls, as I said, was a, a moral and political philosopher. And he uh, was born 1921, February 21st, 1921, and died November 24th, uh, 2002. Hey, this is Humanity Matters Podcast. This is Dr. Philip Fletcher. If you got a question, hit me up, humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter. Just look up Dr. Philip Fletcher, YouTube, look up Humanity Matters, or you can find me on Instagram, Dr. Philip Fletcher. So we're talking about Simone Biles and John Rawls. And John Rawls, um, you know, he spent some time with President Bill Clinton. That was one of his favorite uh, philosophers to invite to the White House. He taught at Cornell University, pretty uh, prestigious. Also taught at Oxf Oxford and Princeton. And so uh, education from Princeton, excuse me. Um, his influences include Immanuel Kant, John Stuart Mill, John Locke. Uh, and so his most famous book is A Theory of Justice. And one of the main questions he would ask is what would the initial state of social equity look like? He was looking at, you know, a lot of the inequity in relationship to politics and relationship to the economy, the poor, and like any philosopher, he's envisioning, you know, a, a better world. And so one of his famous concepts is what is called the veil of ignorance. And what that is, is, is for us to imagine that we had no knowledge of our social status, no knowledge of our social position, no knowledge of our material wealth, assets, or personal attributes, including like strength, intelligence. And so what we would do is remove our own self-interest and then imagine a world um, in which those self-interests are not taken into consideration but we are seeking to create a society in which there is maximum equity as 
possible. And so in regards to um, John Rawls, here's what others had to say. Thomas Sowell, uh, in his book, Wealth, Poverty, and Economics, comments on this. And I'm going to read just a, a lengthy passage here, so bear with me. Uh, perhaps the best-known contemporary exposition of moral principles relevant to differences in income and wealth has been that of J John Rawls' influential treatise, A Theory of Justice. Professor Rawls' conception of, quote, social justice, unquote, in the economy is that, and now he's quoting directly from uh, the theory of justice written by John Rawls, quote, those who are at the same level of talent and ability and have the same willingness to use them should have the same prospects of success regardless of their initial place in the social system. That is irrespective of the income class into which they are born. Close quote. So, you know, talent and will, right? We should more than likely have equal outcomes. And if there is some uh, inequity, then what John Rawls proposes is this veil of ignorance where we go back, we make an adjustment so that there is as much equity as possible. So how does this relate to uh, Simone Biles? Well, we're going to take a break and we will pick it right back up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back again to the Humanity Matters podcast. It's Dr. Philip Fletcher, your host. If you got a question, hit me up, humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, uh, just some upcoming speaking things. I will be leading a class at uh, UCA Outreach starting February 20th. Uh, the title is A Personalist Approach to Community Leadership Development. If you want more information or you want to sign up for the class, uh, you can just visit uca.edu uh, backslash outreach where you can uh, register for the class. There's a $50 uh, registration fee and I will uh, be looking next week to be giving out a class. So be uh, paying attention to that. Uh, also in April, I will be at Hendricks College. Uh, giving a talk at the Marshall Steel Center on virtuous conversations. And my topic is going to be America's Jericho Road Experience. And that's going to be Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. So be on the lookout for that. That's uh, from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Ellis Hall on the campus of Hendricks College. So I'd love to uh, meet with you and see you face to face and shake your hand. So we've been talking about John Rawls and Simone Biles, you know, a philosopher in gymnastics. And uh, John Rawls uh, has this view of basically redistributive justice. His most famous work is that of theory of justice. And for John Rawls, he uh, was looking uh, for ways to establish a more just uh, society. And one of those ways was the possibility of re-envisioning what society would look like by not taking into consideration uh, what knowledge of class you had, what knowledge of social position, material wealth, assets, or personal attributes. In other words, removing your own self-interest. So uh, one of the things uh, to take in consideration uh, from Rawls' book is 
that the advantages of persons with greater natural endowments are to be limited to those that further the good of the poor sectors of society, close quote. So how does this relate to Simone Biles? Because obviously, being the third most recognized, celebrated, awarded um, gymnast ever, she's behind two other people, right? She has some advantages that are greater than her competitors, right? She is just killing it in the gymnastics world. And in Germany, uh, the women's committee had chosen to essentially penalize Simone Biles because she had the skills and abilities to do some uh, routines that were not being able to be done by her competitors. And so to do those skills and routines, she would be penalized that essentially she was being brought down uh, to the level of those who could not do the skills. Her competitors were the poor of society. Now, the question becomes, is that a benefit to Simone? And then the second question is, is that a benefit to the larger gymnastic world? Is it a benefit to take a outstanding uh, competitor like a Simone Biles? Or let's think of a LeBron James or a, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He just won uh, the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, what would it look like to penalize those athletes who had these natural endowments that were far greater uh, than their competitors. Um, obviously, it stifles um, those competitors, speaking of a Simone Biles or a Patrick Mahomes or a LeBron James, to work on their craft to be the best that they could possibly be. Um, and that's one of the great things about sports is to see those athletes just be far greater than their competitors. You know, we, you know, looking at the life of Kobe Bryant and all uh, he was able to do and his work ethic and dedication to his craft of being a basketball player. Uh, could you imagine him being penalized because of his work ethic, because of his skills? You know, they're going to spot the other team another five points or, you know, every time he scored a three, they would only give him a two, you know, um, it's that kind of thing. And so with Simone Biles, you know, she has a routine. She has skills that are better than others, obviously. So there's an inequity. There's an inequity because of natural endowments. There's an inequity because, you know, maybe she spends an hour more in uh, the gymnastics training center than an, her other competitor. And that's to be expected. But the response from the committee is, it's kind of a Rawlsian approach of let's penalize Miss Biles so that there can be inequity. Let us, if you will, have Miss Biles go behind the veil of ignorance, not taking consideration her personal attributes, her assets, her position, right? Class status, if you will. Uh, and then ask her, what would equity look like as a gymnast? Don't take your own self-interest. 
They're asking her to step behind this veil of ignorance, not consider her own self-interest. And then the outcome would be we wouldn't have a Simone Biles who is the third winningest Olympic and world champion gymnast ever, like ever. Gymnastics, obviously, was des is desiring a society well-ordered, which advances the good of its competitors, and it's regulated by a public conception of justice. And so do they just hand out participation medals? Does everybody just get a gold medal? Does everybody get a 10? Does everybody get a nine, regardless of their routine? If that happens, how does that impact practice? How does that impact the production of routines? Ultimately, how does that impact the quality of the sport if justice is understood as everybody essentially being the same? And again, imagine if this happened at the Super Bowl. I guess everybody wins or everybody loses. Imagine this happens at the NBA All-Star Game that is coming up later this month. And so uh, I would encourage you uh, to look more into uh, Rawls, John Rawls, and his theory of justice. I would also actually recommend to you, you can go on YouTube and you can look up Michael Sandel and his class that he puts on at Harvard regarding justice. It is superb. Um, that has been very helpful uh, to me in understanding justice as it relates to uh, my nonprofit work. So I hope this has been helpful uh, to everyone. It's been a great opportunity to speak with everyone today. Uh, again, uh, check me out on Facebook and Twitter. Just look up Philip Fletcher. Find me on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Humanity Matters. You'll see the uh, red logo with the white faces, red background. Look me up on IG, Instagram. See some great pictures and some great thoughts. Also, check out uh, my website, philipfletcher.org. Check out my nonprofit, coho58.org. Uh, support our Hope Village Capital Campaign. You can visit our website, hopevillagecoho.org. And as always, remember to be love, to be kind, to be generous. And if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So you guys take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous.